Welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Feeding the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It was time for a little rump roast, with a political twist, of course, as the top five try their hand at comedy. So, who was elected Prime Minister of Hilarity, and who was voted out of politics for good? It's time to talk all things Drag Race UK4, and joining me is someone ready to roast these bitches with me, DJ Lil Nella. Hell yeah. How's it going? (laughs) I'm good, I'm good. Been a busy, busy bee, but I'm glad to be here. I like your little background. It looks like you're in the woods. Well, thanks. Well, yeah, you know, um, in New York City, you don't get a lot of a lot of forest or trees are green. So I need to bring it to my space because I need that's it. T- that's the tea. That's the tea. Well, listeners, um, you're going to be hearing a lot of this for the next couple of weeks. Just a reminder. I am glam nominated again. The podcast Block Talk third time in a row. Um, very, very excited. Um Ooh. Yeah. We have some stiff competition. I am the only solo host of a podcast. Everyone else is co-hosts. Period. But I have some amazing guests, so that's my end. Right. Hell yeah. Congrats. But, um, thanks. I'm very yeah. excited. Um, it's going to be brutal warfare. I will be taking people down. <laughs> Mostly just Jim Silvestri. Just because I love him. I won't take him down. Right. God damn it, motherfucker, trying to come for my gig. Right, it's like, That's fine. put him up. That's going to be fun. We're, we're <laughs> going to have it a out. Fun, fun time. I'm so excited to lose to Monet Exchange for the third time. Second time, <laughs> probably to Lady Bunny. But Listen. it is what it is. Um, let's give this disclaimer. As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters presented through us through reality television production. We are showing what is the editing of television show wants to see. We are actually presented. Yes, these are real people who have given the opportunity to go on television show of the craft, but they have also been put themselves in a position to be discussed. What is said in this podcast for entertainment to discuss reality television show? All right, there it is. Wow, uh, so at this fast. point, I try. I mean, I I messed it up, but like no one actually is going to listen. And most people should be listening to this podcast at one point five speed anyway. Uh, so <laughs> when you listen to that speed, you can't understand a fucking thing I said, but it's there if you put it at 0.5. Okay. Um, Drag Race UK season four. We're almost at the very, very end. How have you been enjoying the season? I've really liked it. Um, it's It's been, um, yeah, a lot more entertaining than last season, I will say. Um, Everyone hates season three. I don't, maybe it's just because I'm so biased and I'm madly in love with my future ex-boyfriend, Scarlet Harlot. But um, <laughs> there's that. I don't know. I like that season. I know it was kind of wonky because I know maybe Crystal shouldn't have won. And maybe that's why we're all like, Ey. I don't know. It was just, it was just a, I don't know. Like the challenges were weird. The, I don't know. So much weird. I didn't like it. But, but this season, this we have season, some, we have some very interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, some fascinating twists and turns along the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm okay with the final four. I mean, we'll talk about them at the end, but <laughs> it makes sense. 
I think so too. Listen, like I know we'll get there. Um, but there's one of the girls that everyone has been kind of like just shitting on and I love that person. So I can't wait to talk about it. Are they Irish? They are. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. All right, let's go through this. They are back in the workroom and it was a double save, no lipstick message to read. They are all happy for the show that was put on. Now it is pointed out that it is Peppa's third lip sync and typically when three lip syncs are had, you go home, but she did not. And it is deemed she is the lip sync assassin of the season. Now I've always wondered, is being a lip sync assassin really the hill you want to die on? Doesn't it just also mean you're a bottom bitch? Um, you know what? It does. But at the same time, um, I, me and my roommate, Islea, we're just talking about this, that it's honestly like kind of like a blessing in disguise in a way, because like you're showing them what you're good at at the yes. same time, like while being in the bottom, like that's not so great, but you're showing them outside of the show what you can do with them. Right. And like. Yeah, like on hey, the road. I mean, it's great marketing for when you get to go on tour and be like, this is what I'm going to do. No, literally. And you know what? More screen time for them. So good for them. It's true. Now, Peppa has fought and stayed and she is very proud of herself. Danny is feeling a bit gutted as she's coming second in the last two. And she thinks her ruffle look is nicer than Cheddar's. No tea, no shade. But Cheddar will take offense, but be very diplomatic about this. <laughs> um, this is probably the first time that we've seen the two of them kind of at odds. Mm-hmm. I know they've been very like um, Belgian-y PC and like, oh yeah, like it's fine. Like we're both like, ha ha ha, like up for the win. But but I like a little tension. I you think have it's to, especially at fun. this point. Yeah, especially at this point when you, you're oh, like two weeks away from the crown and, and it literally will come down to like literal wins. No, truly, especially between them two. Like they've really been like at it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Danny is a bitter Betty, and she may not have been serving blue ruffle realness with a slice of femme, but it's not what they wanted to eat. She <laughs> says the cheddar looked like a rotten cabbage, which is fair. You know, she did a little bit. Yeah, she did. She did. But I like it. Yeah. If that's what rotten cabbage looks like. I'll eat it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Only one challenge before the, before the finale. And Cheddar is a four-badge bitch. She won't get complacent because she wants to win. But it is anyone's game to win. But when in doubt, John Burrs will play her flute. But just do not ask her to do the Drag Race theme song because she cannot do it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I could pull it off, but I feel like I could do a better job than she could. And I think I could actually get it out. Right, I think so too, because like I have enough recorder training from fifth grade. Yeah, exactly. To, <laughs> to be able to pound it and out, and and like it's it's similar enough to like the saxophone which I played and through high school. Oh, she same uh, alto. Yeah. Ooh, my mom wants me to sell it. I'm like, no memories. Like, yeah, this the memories, mom. And she's like, what are you, are you gonna play it again? I was like, no memories. <laughs> I know it's like the attachment. It is a new day and they are going to sausage roll into the finale. Um, now, a Greg's sausage roll is on my eat list when I go to London in a couple weeks. Um, I love food. And of course, my food priority when I go to a new country is to eat new fun foods. Um, I've been told it's the best thing there. If y'all are wrong and disappoint me about eating a fucking sausage roll, 
I don't yeah, trust what anyone. what all is on it? Do you know? Have you looked it up? So yeah, like, so basically it's like a puff pastry type thing with a sausage stuffed into it. Oh, very that's interesting. That's what you eat for breakfast. Yeah. Okay. I would well, be opposed to it. I'm not. I'm never opposed to food. Breakfast food. Right. I love breakfast food. Right, like, listen, I'm probably gonna be that motherfucker that's gonna go to the UK McDonald's just to try a UK exclusive McDonald's item. That's how stupid I am. Listen, I'm the same way because I I just love food. So if I, I won the lottery, the two things I would do, I'd go on an international Disney tour, go to all the parks, and I would go on an international McDonald's tour and try all the exclusives of all the McDonald's. Camp, and I love it. I live for And that. I'd probably podcast about it. I mean, may as well. <laughs> when else would you get the opportunity? Eat, pray, McDonald's. <laughs> They are still a top five and they are having deja vu. Cheddar is congratulated on four badges, but she knows that she's being seen in a particular light. Time to sleep with both eyes opened, apparently as normal. Um, She must be an alien. She really is. Oh, she absolutely is. She lives in the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. She's a mole person, alien, um, lizard person, all of the above. Now it's time to contemplate what could be next. They've had improv, a musical, girl group, acting. What's left? Will they combine it all and do a drag circus? That's what I'm waiting for. Honestly, I'd be down for that. That'd be fun. It'd be a train wreck and I'd be here for it. If you had to do a drag circus, what routine would you want to do? Ooh. Hmm. The thing is, I already like um, dress up like a, a clown a lot so i just feel like that'd be closest to home so may as well just be a clown that's fair that's fair it is time to find out what is going to happen as real arrives and black peppa is not feeling good that it might be another comedy challenge (laughs) her gut is gonna be very 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 right for this week's master challenge they are holding a general erection as they have to the chance to roast their fellow candidates to help them put their funny where their mouth is, they will meet with BAFTA-winning comedian Ashling B. Are you familiar with her work? Um, I don't think I am, actually. I'm not, um, except apparently I did watch her on a single episode of Doctor Who from New Year's of this year. Oh, Workiana. And I love me some Doctor Who, so I'm going to have to go back and put two and two together finally. He's like, there she is, found her. Mm-hmm. Now, on the main <laughs> stage, they will be joined by extra special guest judge ollie alexander so extra special now there was excitement but i'm sorry there should have been shrieks in that room i love him and i would like to make him mine okay (laughs) right you said uh that is my husband he responded to like something i um tagged him in once and i was like oh my god he knows i exist yes are you a years and years fan um so i i know i know some years and years yeah i I do like you watch this i'm terrible now (gasps) oh my god you gotta go watch it sin it's about the 80s and aids in britain it's really 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 a good series okay cute i'll have to add that to the list yeah (laughs) for those who are unfamiliar with the name. Yes, he is the lead singer of Years and Years. He is the star of It's a Sin. He is one of the biggest names in um, the UK and and all over the world. Uh, And he also will no longer be wearing Fenty because Fenty had Johnny Depp in their runway show. So that's what, that's the hill he decided to die on, apparently. It's like, 
but everything else was so fierce and uh i know right well Don't Rue worry. has also decided to throw a curveball by revealing that Black Peppa and Jomber's Blonde, as winners of the lip sync, will work together to assign the order. And to make the roast extra juicy, the eliminated season four queens have been invited to join them. Now, you are a very talented drag artist. Oh, um, you can perform, you can spin the tracks. What would you do in a roast? How would I do in a roast? Yeah. I think I would do pretty good. See, like, I don't get to use my comedy chops very often, but I think I'd do pretty good. Would you like to do a very, very on-the-spot read of somebody? Oh, gosh. Let's uh, let's hear something about Islea. Oh, oh, God. Ah, on the spot. Oh, my God. Ah. How can I roast Islea? That it's so oh easy. God. It's like reading a Disney book, right? That's what I was about to say. It's like reading the, like fuck. Oh gosh. Okay, we tried. See, we I tried. do, I do, I would do really good. See, I would do really good. Apparently, <laughs> no, I'd be lip syncing. Um. <laughs> Woo! Now, Black Peppa knows that comedy is not one of her strong suits, so she has an advantage to put herself in a position to have someone that's super funny before her, then she looks like shit if she does. So she'll go where she wants to go. Okay. She does not want to be first or last. She wants to be sandwiched in the middle. Now we're going to have the three funny ladies of Pixie, Danny, and Cheddar sitting at the table awaiting their fate. Pixie's not worried as she thinks she'll be funny wherever she goes. She won the roast and thinks she will do very well. Famous last words. Mm. And yeah. And I would know. Cause, <laughs> cause I, I was just in the same predicament. So, yeah. <laughs> John Burr says they want to end well, but not on a super high, which I find a fascinating strategy. I guess the key is to leave the judges unsatisfied, which might backfire as they would not be happy with the entire thing. But that's just my thoughts on the situation. Yeah, I didn't really quite understand the thought process of that either um i don't know jombers you know now pixie at the other table is about to share her strategy but danny shushes her as peppa and jombers can hear them where would you want to be in a roast order that's yeah that's the thing i would want to go earlier because i wouldn't I wouldn't want someone to say my joke, so then I have to like rewrite a, uh-huh, like uh-huh. on the spot because that, like, as we see in the episode, <laughs> um, when someone tells your joke, you just gotta either scratch it or just not say that joke. That's true. You know, so we will watch the three try to suck up, and as Cheddar says that to them, who they who is the favorite of them, and Danny jumps in and says herself. Shade. See, this is why Danny's very good at comedy. She's very quick. Cheddar is intimidated by the challenge. She has told jokes on stage and has also been laughed at. Never the twain have met. Have you ever used the word twain in a sentence? Um, only when talking about Mark Twain, which is not very often. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, Jombers will ask what they would do, and Cheddar says she would like to go earlier as she will be leaning into the political character side of things. She won't have the big jokey bits. Pixie will throw out that they should go in the order of how many badges they have. So Jombers would go first as she has none. Really buttering up the um, the deciding people here. Right. Um. 
Danny does not want to be after Pixie as that would be put, that would put the willies on her and she does not want the willies on her right now. And by willies, she means yuck. <laughs> not the yuck. Jomber says that they're still not trying to be strategic at all, just being safe. So she says they are two funny bitches and cheddar. And that joke alone should have been the warning to them that perhaps Jombers may actually have the skills for this challenge. No, literally, I don't know why they all sleep on Jombers so much, but they saw like that she's funny in like the rusical. They saw that she was funny in the acting challenge. At right. least I thought she was funny in it. I don't know why she was in the bottom for that last week, but that's just me. I don't know. The they order. just keep sleeping on her. Yeah. The order is going to be Danny Jombers, Papa, Pixie, and Cheddar. And Cheddar will slam the table as she questions why they put the dry, unfunny one at the end. It'll be Jombers that says that no matter where they put anyone, someone would be mad. And Cheddar is like, I just said I wanted to go earlier. (laughs) Well, sweetheart, that was a suggestion, not a confirmation of final decisions. Do you think Cheddar is right to be upset? I mean, sure, but at the same time, just like you said, it's just like it wasn't set in stone. You just, we just asked right. like where you prefer to be, and you've just won three things in a row. I'm not about to like put you in a good place. Exactly. Like, bitch, I'm trying to like make you not do so hot. Now, while this interaction is going on, Pixie's going to duck under the table, and Cheddar will say it's fine. And according to Danny Beard, when someone says they are fine, that means they are insecure, needy, and emotional. Well, if that's true, warning to everyone, I will ever say I'm fine too. Look out. Mr. Block Talk will erupt if you don't watch out. How? Now, Cheddar will try to plead and explain why she thinks this is such a bad idea, but Danny and Pixie will put on a show of their own that, again, has Pixie under the table, Danny clearly in front of her, and well, if she wasn't giving him a blowy, then clearly she was cleaning up the mud being flung. Ooh, not the mud being flung. It's a bit awkward. Yeah, I'm like... Now, Pixie believes that Peppa and Jombers were being tactical with the order of the roast. Um, I don't think it was tactical. I think it was innocent, not necessarily fully strategic. No, I agree. I think they had confidence in Cheddar. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Like, she's proven to be, like, funny and witty. It's just like, so put her at the end. She, she'll be fine there. Yeah. After the order has been set, the queens are off to the tables to write. But of course, Danny has to stir the pot as she goes to Chambers to ask how the argument made her feel. And yes, that is a dildo she is using as her microphone. Where <laughs> the dildo came from, we may never know. That was incredible. Do we want to know? I don't think you do. It was pro- She was probably holding it somewhere yeah. inside. Only on the BBC. <laughs> Cheddar is annoyed, but she will push forward and keep going. Now it is time to work with Asling on the roasts on the main stage. We are going to do things a bit out of order as they are presented in a montage form. We're going to stay queen by queen and discuss their coaching sessions. Sound good? QQQ. All right. First up, Jombers Blonde. Um, it got very Irish in there as both Jombers and Asling put their Irish accents into full effect as they spoke <laughs> to one another. Um, I used to think the Irish accent was sexy and then those two spoke and I was like, nope, not anymore. I'm dead. Yeah, it's like, I like the Irish accent. It's just very... Um, it's rough. It's harsh. It's rough. Yeah, it's a, it's a rough one. Now, in her first joke, she says that she will bring drag queens cross borders, like bringing northern Irish queens to the mainland, breaking barriers between boob tubes and paddle pushers. 
And apparently that was funny. I didn't get it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, that must be like a British... Um, yeah, it was very Irish, apparently. Thing. I don't yeah, know. Or Irish, yeah. Aslan will tell her to always include a poke at someone so it makes it all the more roasty, as you would have at a good dinner in Ireland. Um, yeah, I want to go there and meet my people. Oh, you're Irish? I'm I'm half Irish. I'm an oh, Irish Jew. Okay, cute, cute, cute. Yeah. Um, I want to meet my people. I'm also afraid of what my people might have been. I don't want to know my ancestry <laughs> at the same time. Right, it's very that. That's how I feel because I'm like very German. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta find out where the Bradleys and the Macintoshes come from. Ooh, Macintoshes! I can't do an Irish accent. Now, next up, we have Cheddar Gorgeous, and as Cheddar enters, Asling says it's her favorite food and a beautiful person. How sweet of her to say person. that. She thinks she has good structure and a good character, but she just lacks jokes. So let's work on it. Cheddar says she is inspired by the people who are leaders in society and how they are actually reptile people because it's the truth. <laughs> what? It's like, um, sure. See, this is how we cause other problems in the world to happen when you have a homosexual discussing reptile politics and then the GOP is going to spin that and say they believe it this is what they have right I know like they will take anything we do and run with it they're going to that being said I mean it's not far-fetched that like reptiles could be running the world listen I I'm no conspiracy theorist but some of them kind of check out some of I I watched an episode of Doctor Who where parliament was run by aliens space piggy aliens it was a gross episode they all had gas. It's really, really a grossy, oh. icky episode. I'm after so, up. I like icky. She starts her set with her reptile intro, and Aslan is like, "Um, it's a lovely premise, but it's a roast. Um, never yeah. go too long without putting in a gag." Clearly, she should have known that, right? Right. It's just like you got to have a punchline somewhere. At this point in time, we've watched enough Drag Race where you know what you do in a roast and you know what you don't do in a roast. Truly. Now, Cheddar is glad to have this session with Asling as it will turn the serious sexy dolphin into a comedy genius, or will she? We're going to watch a stop and start where Asling is like, gag here, don't deliver it as a play, but deliver it to a live audience. And it's like, isn't a play done to a live audience? Not the way I do them. No. (laughs) No. She knows either the judges will go for it or she will have to learn to lip sync. Does she not know how to lip sync? I mean, based off of a lot of queens in the UK that I've seen, no, probably not. It's possible. All right, next up, Danny Beard. With Danny, Aslan spots that she's from Liverpool as the accent gave it all away or maybe it was the stolen clothes or both. You decide. Danny shares that writing stuff down terrifies her and Aslan will reveal that she has never written a stand-up joke down. She says she does it by bullet point and remembers that she what she's saying so she doesn't lose the element of walking around. She says if you see something, say it, and then you'll always have a bullet point to come back to in case you're nervous. I like that strategy, except I have high anxiety, so I don't think that would work in my case. I need everything <laughs> written down in case of emergency. Right, you're like, I look up and I've forgotten everything. I have stage fright a little bit. Oh, A little bit. 
Now Danny shares a joke about Starlet. The look's 50% of the mark. What a shame she didn't realize personality was the other 50. Nasa will guide her to alter it and say, you can always buy a new dress, you can buy a new wig, but God doesn't come down and give you a second personality. Which Danny rips off of this and says, polish a turd, but rolling glitter. And Aslan's like, you just found a joke. Oh, you found it. It's like a little kid in school and a teacher is guiding them and they discover something. Right? It's like, oh, look at you. You're so good. Aslan will say that she would love to sit and get read by her. And Danny's like, no, you don't. Not with those boots. (laughs) Wait, those boots are actually cute. They match the dress. Why are we coming for the boots? I like them. I thought they were cute. I think I'm on team Danny. I didn't think they were particularly cute. But Danny's feeling funny as fuck. It's her challenge to lose. True. Black pepper time. Aslan notes that Peppa is not used to talking in front of people as the closest thing she's done to a roast is the reading challenge. And she bombed. And I was like, wow, you got on Drag Race and never spoke to people? Amazing. (laughs) Right. Aslan will tell her she died on her ass more times than she succeeded. And that's fair. I mean, when we see these famous comedians, we always see their best bits. But I'm sure it took a long time to get the best bits out. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, they're not going to put any of the bad bits in. I would love right? to go back in time and see, like, comedians like Chelsea Handler bomb. I want to know what a bombing Chelsea Handler set looks like. Or Kathy Griffin. Like, I want to know what that looks like. Right, when they're just starting out, like, mm-hmm. bad bad joke after bad joke. There was I one did. famous current comedian that I had the opportunity of seeing before they were super famous, and I was like, eh, I don't want to watch this. Mm-hmm. It was Bo and Yang. Oh, classic. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. If I can get a um a time machine, I would definitely go back and watch it. I love Bowen. Same. Now Pepper is gonna start to mumble, and the mumble is not great, but she is gonna slowly get confidence as Asling is going to boost her up. Peppa says that she has great ideas in her head, she just doesn't know how to translate it to speech. We're gonna hear this joke about Copper Top, about she's living proof that things do get better, and Asling will tell her to sell it more, give her more emotion. And then finally, we see a smile on Peppa's face as she's starting to feel good as she's learning how to tell a joke. Um, it's the confidence that the judges need to see. But alas. Yeah. Now, Pixie for Light, we get no intro bit for her. We go straight into it because I guess we really are all done with Pixie. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> she starts off her bit by saying, my pal Coppertop is here. I'll never forget the first time we met but I will keep trying. Now, Aslan will laugh or fake laugh. I'm not sure, but there are chuckles coming out. Right. It's almost like production uh, told her, be like, okay, no, with Pixie, even if it's bad, just tell her it's funny so that we can get her out of here. <laughs> Next, she says, Alan, I just love your smile. And looking at your teeth, it looks like your tongue is on a day trip to Stonehenge. Oop. Now, that was maybe a bit much. <laughs> Aslan will guide her with a joke about being a drag queen that travels the country and it's so nice to have Stonehenge here. Oh no, sorry, Alan. That's your teeth. Now Aslan's joke is good. Only Pixie had zero idea how to take and run with it. She thinks it's yeah. a bit mean, but Aslan says you should never question your delivery. Just be confident in your joke. If only Pixie listened. Yeah but these girls don't like to clean out their ears. No, they don't. If you had like a, you know, famous comedian sitting in front of you, guiding you with jokes, would you listen? Yes. 
to be like, oh yeah, that was a good joke. Just like put this here and that there. I would literally take out my pencil and be like, okay, got it. Now, I know that we usually sometimes when we have like a celebrity guest join us for these coaching sessions, sometimes one of the judges there with them. Do you think if Alan was sitting there with her, maybe she would have listened more? Or is Pixie just that stubborn? I don't know. Because, yeah, I I guess like it would depend on like how Alan received it too. Right. If he was there. But honestly, I do think she's that stubborn because I don't know. She's a wild one. She is. Well, this is Pixie's last chance to win a badge, and she thinks she has a good chance. It is elimination day as the queens have to get ready to burn each other down, and Peppa's feeling good. They discuss how amazing Aslan was as she filled the room with confidence. But Jombers is shocked to hear that Danny was nervous as she believes this is a challenge made for her. She appreciates that she has some strengths in this over others, but says that it's a vulnerable position to stand in front of a crowd and entertain. She says it's taken her a long time to be comfortable on stage. I feel like that is one of those personable reality checks that when the audience listens to it, especially other drag artists, they're like, okay, drag queens on Drag Race are not invisible. They're, they're, they actually have flaws. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think, too, it, it's a lot different being on stage like as like an actor than it is like a drag queen because I come from like theater background too and so like Mm -hmm. so it is like kind of like a learning curve as well like because it's a different it's just like it's just so different it is it is did you have the ability to translate what you do on stage as an actor to drag were you able to feel a little more comfortable or do you still have to go from the basics and the bottom and feel like okay this is a different medium I have to do this all over um I want to say maybe yes and no. I don't know. Cause like I, as a, I, whenever I was first starting out, I had a hard time, like, I guess translating it because I was like double thinking like, oh, maybe what I um, am used to is not going to be so great like here because they want all the cock and cookie cars. And I'm like, that's not me, but maybe I should try that. But it's just like, no, I think you just need to like go with what you know and then build from there so like I so now I'm now I'm having to like rewind and play and like go back to my roots a little bit more absolutely Cheddar says that she's gone through life never having a level of assuredness her drag is not stage based and Peppa doesn't know how someone like Danny could say this as she's been slaying the game her whole life but there is a pressure even even the people we see that have the most confidence they're never fully 100% confidence. There's always a bit of insecurity. Mm-hmm. Cheddar says this is stuff that she's not used to dealing with. And she loves the chat, which Danny says they know. But everyone just thinks she's a quite serious person. Jomper says you never stop learning a drag as there is a different crowd with every vibe. Um, I, I fully agree with that. You can be brilliant. But if you have a bad crowd, who, honey, I've been in those shows. Oh, truly. It's just like, if you don't get that like positive reinforcement that you're doing something cute, it's just like, ooh, you just yeah. lose at least 50% of your confidence. Literally. <laughs> Jombers does drag because she loves to make people laugh. Let's see if she's about to do it in the challenge. Pepper, though, thinks there's a high bar for the other bitches to be funny, but not for her. She can take it whichever direction she wants to go. Pixie is excited to roast the girls and smear the competition. And that's basically <laughs> all we got from Pixie in this moment. 
we are going to hit the runway to see a very classic edition of Rue. I think the hair is not a style we've seen often in a while, and the dress was a die for. I like this look. Yeah, no, it was cute. Like it's kind said, of nineties room. Mm-hmm, yeah, very classic. Yeah. We have Michelle Visage, Alan Carr, and my future ex-boyfriend Ollie Alexander. He's so cute. <laughs> he really is. We will start with a general erection roast. Um, we'll go through some of the highlights, talk about the jokes, um, and attempted jokes. And things okay. that were just coming out of mouths. Just words. Just words. Sentences. The stage is set at 69 Downing Street. Get it? Because like 10 Downing Street, but gay. Oh my God. Maybe I don't get it. 10 Downing Street is where the prime minister lives and works. Oh, gotcha. There okay. it is. There it is. The Eliminated Queens look very pretty, very pretty good. Dakota did drag, good for her. I know, when I saw that, I am like, Dakota? LaFille is there. (laughs) Copper top. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm a big LaFille fan, because like I loved her in this season, but girl, she did a 15-minute beat. That was terrible. (laughs) Um, Copper top, could not recognize her with the purple hair. And Charlotte, my sweet angel, so pretty, so pretty so pretty it's unfair it's it really is but then i remember oh yeah she doesn't have a personality so then i i feel better about myself team <laughs> now danny beard is first up and honestly i want those pants and jacket it is a serve um like sparkles in silver i think i could rock it mm-hmm. i i love it too like it's very classic very chic like very uh yeah it, I'm 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 here for it. If if I can find something like that, maybe that's what I'll do for the Glam Awards. I don't know. Honestly, yes, please. Like I just don't have money for a budget for that. So I'll we'll see. Listen. I mean, you can find that affordable. I think so. There. I think so. Yeah. Now, Danny is there not only to represent herself, but to represent Liverpool. She knows what you're thinking. Liverpool's rough, but she wants to clear something up. A big house behind the Central Library has been condemned for drugs, and she just wants you to know that she was just as shocked as the rest of Liverpool that they had a library. <laughs> she called Liverpool dumb. I know. I live for that. Um, I would like to go to Liverpool simply to go to Eurovision this year. Ah, uh, Wait, are you going to be there around that time or not? No, I'm going in January. That's in May. If, if oh, I yeah, can like, win the lottery, yeah. maybe I'll go. Uh I know. I I want to go to Eurovision. That would be so fun. Are you, are you are you a big Eurovision fan? Yes, I love it. Um, I have now become weirdly obsessed with Moldovan folk pop rock. I'm sorry that song last year was excellent. Oh, it yeah, that one was. Hey ho, let's go folklore and rock and roll. Okay, I know that's how I got obsessed with Icelandic music even like before Bjork or whatever, but. And, and of course, before, um, Bjork, yeah. the movie Eurovision Song Contest, Song of Fire yeah, Song. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like the only reason why I want to go to um, Iceland is so I can go to Husavik and, and see the trolls and go to the bar and sing Ya Ya Ding Dong. Yeah, truly. Okay, now uh, sidetrack one, one second before we get back to Danny. <laughs> you, as a DJ, if I, I'll say in a drag roulette, if I raised my hand and gave like a five to the drag artist performing a drag roulette, and I said, I would like to hear you play Ya Ya Ding Dong, you as the <laughs> DJ would be like, yes, or be like, 
you just fucking ruined the entire night for everybody. <laughs> Listen, I'd be here for it just because I'm I'm a sick freak, um, and I love weird shit like that. Um, <laughs> it's so good. But I um, I love it. The one and of the very just, first like, nights after lockdown, I went to icon and this was when they had everything outside and like it was like nice little party and everything and uh misty mountains for some reason was in charge of the ipod outside because you need to have music and it was we were getting close to the end and i said the only way we're leaving this bar is if you play yaya ding dong and she did <laughs> the people who got it loved it the people who didn't were like what What's the going fuck on? And i was like it's listen to it it's brilliant i listen, love I yaya would, ding dong i would love to see a drag queen do that Maybe, maybe I have to do it. Maybe, maybe you gotta do it. You gotta do Un- it. Unironically. There it is. All right. Back <laughs> to Danny Beard. Fashion is to Rue as sex is to Ellen. Paid for. Good joke. Easy joke. Very <laughs> simple joke. Mm-hmm. When you think of Ollie, you think it's a sin. Not the TV show. The teeth. Oop. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, all British people have bad teeth, apparently. So it's an easy, easy low bar. Right. Low hanging yeah, easy. Yeah, exactly. Now he, we're gonna have. It wouldn't be right without many, mentioning Starlet. The look is fifty percent of the mark. What a shame! Personality wasn't the other fifty. You are proof that you can't polish a shit. You polish. You, you can't polish your shit, but you can roll it in rhinestones. <laughs> very good. Very good. Right. Do you know what I love about Black Pepper? You've really opened up on the show while you've been here. I want people who watch this to know you can't be held by held back by bad teeth when you smile next to ollie next to alan it's like looking through a graveyard it's like eek it's like all right now jomber's blonde i thought the troubles in ireland and in the 90s but it's clear from looking at your face they have only just begun i was like okay that's funny that's pretty good (laughs) a political joke yeah a political joke and a political roast? That's smart. I know, just like, smart girl. Now she will move on to her Manchester sister. No, not the Manchester mannequin. No badges panicking. She's talking about Dr. Cheddar Borges. You are so boring, you can make a deaf insomniac go to sleep just by talking. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> Silly girl. She says she found it hard to write something about Pixie. How is she going to roast Pixie? And then it's on on her. Roasting is what you do with a pig. <laughs> that ha- I feel like that joke has to be in every single roast. If it's not, it's not a roast. So she did it. And Lil Nettle is onto something. When it's said once, don't try it again. Yep, you gotta cross it out. Sorry. Sorry, Pixie. Mm-hmm. Oh, Now, Danny will step in front of the podium and say that looking around this room, all these ugly, crusty ass bitches can't get a job as good as, can't do a job as good as me. And that is why I should take this fucking crown. Don't message me after the show. Danny was on fire. She was very strong, knew how to keep a good pace and still be brutal in a way that fits her persona. Did you approve of Danny's performance? Yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, she, yeah. She did the damn thing. She did her job. Next, funny. we have John Burrs. And clearly what is an American-inspired look with the blue and blue blazer with the stars on it, right? That had to be America first. It, it seemed very that. She will set up that she was on Downing Street for a wee pre-swall, they say in Belfast. They don't call it Downing Street for nothing. Um, I don't like that phrase pre-swall. Pre-swall? 
I guess like a pre-game, pre-drink, but like pre-swall sounds like you're like swall swallowing. Yeah, it it really does. It sounds yeah very grosser. Um, yeah. Now, with Jomber setting herself up as a drunk, she is using a very useful gimmick and crutch that she can fall back on to keep her persona present. And if she does flub, she has it and she can blame it on it. Smart if executed properly. And what Jombers does is executes it properly. To start, some people would say it's a hard choice going after Dana Beard, but nothing in life should be hard except for dicks. And Danny's a dick. <laughs> that was good. I thought it was good. I was just like, yeah. There is a thing. Comedy comes in threes. Boom, boom, boom. And she she really got the pace of it. Mm, yeah, she got that rhythm. One thing that I want to say is that I'm Irish, so I'm so Northern Irish that my gender reveal was a bomb scare. Back to the political humor. <laughs> I know it was. <laughs> it was so good. She will start a joke that is, that this reminds her of being at a job center and says that Rue is like the manager of the job center. And Rue screams out, what is a job center? Way to ruin a joke by asking for clarity. She will say it's somewhere you go when people don't have work like these queens. Now I'm drunk. She right, was okay. able to win it back by saying she's drunk because Rue ruined the joke. <laughs> Right, exactly. She's like she she wrangled it back in. She got mm-hmm. it. Uh, she came to drag racing. Yes, that is what she said. She, she said drag racing to show versatility. She's played a sex worker, a pigeon, played a bag of snakes, a played dog whose name I still don't remember. To which Michelle screams out, "Fugly!" Again, stop interrupting the talent, please. She's ready for her next role. She'll play Peppa the Pig. Maybe it's me. I know that Peppa Pig is big but this peppa's not a pig unless it's like an off-camera discussion like a dick pig why i I didn't really quite understand why she's referring to peppa as the pig here when it's clearly pixie oh (laughs) not you in the roast now i had to yeah it's like yeah it must have been like an off-camera thing it's like are are you are you a peppa pig fan listen um i am now ever since that like uh video came out with her just like hanging up on that on her cheap ass bitch friend um so yes i guess night of a thousand peppa pigs honestly please (laughs) just in the same red dress literally please jobbers continues on that people don't get thrown out of a peppa gig they get thrown in um funny ish Mm -hmm. michelle you are a patron saint of ireland that's why you gave your boobs to Alan. Okay. Not, not too bad. Not, easy, easy, simple joke. Right. And she says, lastly but not least, she's here to tell you these kitty girls shit outside the box. Disgusting. She is a pussy you can trust. Please choose her after that terrible, terrible set. I thought she was great. I know I didn't really boost her up in this little retelling of it, but I thought she was very good. Better than expected. I thought so too. And not even like even better than expected but i guess everyone else thought she was gonna be shit because apparently she's a really bad drag queen but i like her (laughs) it's i like her so i think what it is and we'll i think we'll be able to discuss it when we discuss her look she's not your conventional drag race drag queen despite having the elements of what you would expect a typical drag race drag queen to have yeah 
she'll give you fashion, but not in the sense of drag fashion. She'll give you actual fashion and you're like, no, this doesn't work for you. You don't have that face for it. Yeah, like I just don't, yeah, she doesn't have like the makeup skills quite yet. Cause like she could be very, very pretty. She's gotten, she's gotten better. Some of her recent posts, especially the past two weeks, I was like, yeah, who is this? I would marry you. I was like, hello, woman. I know, right? Maybe Dakota helped her out. Right. It's like, just be a little softer, put on less. All right. Peppa looks good in black. Not very fitting for a political roast, but it's her. We love her leather moment. She thanks Rue for the opportunity to slaughter the queens and drag them through the mud, just like Pixie did to Wendy in the Makeover Challenge. <laughs> now, I've listened to two interviews with Pixie post-elimination. And she's coming on there saying, Wendy liked it. Wendy wanted to be a Pixie. She wanted to live her Pixie fantasy. I was like, bitch. No. And then she's like, yeah, did you know that Pixie and Rue were the same age? And then she's just not been plucked and uh, pulled like Rue. And I was like, Stop making excuses. You killed her face. No, literally. It's like, it doesn't, because ex- you can still put makeup on mature skin and make it look really, really good. Exactly. So, no, no, no. Deladoro looks amazing. There is Hello. It. Yeah. There it is. All right. She will sigh a lot during her set. And she's going to start off with a traffic joke that like, made little sense to maybe us. Uh, clearly it was not funny to anyone in the room as well so maybe not a good way to start yeah but then she just says just laugh and all is forgiven apparently (laughs) i know when she said just laugh i'm like what you're telling me to laugh at this bad joke Michelle Visage, my girl White Salt, I'd like to thank you for so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to show up in drag. I was just like, what is that joke? Because Michelle's a drag queen. So it's like, it didn't work. Yeah, it's like, okay. (laughs) I don't have to be obnoxious like Danny Beard. I don't have to put Marmite on my skin as foundation. I just want to know where she got the jar of Marmite. Did she pull it up (laughs) from craft services or something? Honestly, probably. Have you ever had Marmite? Yeah, and I don't like it. So I should not try it when I go to London. I mean, you you do what you gotta do and try. If 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 there if a Irish pal decides to let me try it, I will try it. Um, No promises that I will keep a (laughs) promising review for it. Listen, she knows she's bombing hard. So she's going to turn to the audience. She says, no one can look like me. No one can speak like me. And no one can speak like just May. I mean, the first time I met you, I was like, why is Trixie Mattel spitting on me? How dare her do Trixie that dirty? I know. I was like, come on. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just May is just. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but LaPhil's props will never hurt me. You are truly the filler queen of the season. It would have been funny if something happened with the props, but nothing ever happened with the props. I know. Was she talking about like her during the lip sync? I guess lip sync. Yeah, yeah because weird. I was confused by that. Dakota, I love you so much. It was so hard to see you leave, but it's good to see you wearing makeup tonight. Okay, good one. We got one. In. Right? It's like good yeah, job. We got one. We got one joke. Cheddar, gorgeous, the prehistoric queen of the season. Cheddar is so old. Her first gig was when I was born. Yes. Right, it was like, what? so you called yourself old? Right. 
<laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> right, because she's not that old. She's like, what, 23, 24? She's, she's younger, Correct. too. Or no, she's 29, I, I think. She's yeah, so young. Something. Exactly. So it's like, wait, what? Listen, I'm, at my age now, anyone under 30 is young. Listen, that's how I feel, because I'm just your 30, so. Welcome to old age. Thank you. I'm actually loving it. <laughs> um. And that was the end of the political roast. And by roast, she meant time on stage looking and feeling uncomfortable. <sighs> yeah. Get it now, up. Now, Pixie starts off by saying that politicians are liars. And that being said, it's so lovely to see, uh, be here amongst the panel of extremely talented queens. Okay, the setup delivery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine, let's go with it. Now, when we hear Sminty slurp her drink, we just knew what we were in for. <laughs> Pixie will welcome back just meh I would like the residuals on that joke as I already made it on episode one so please give me those residuals right she heard it on your podcast while they were back building right <laughs> um, we have Sminty dropped out of the race but she didn't drop out, out. Was a dead. no literally it's just like baby did and baby's not here so right what? Her pal Coppertop is here, who has an ironic name now, given how many times she was in the bottom. People often say she smells like pennies, not because you're usually ginger, because that's what you get paid for at your gigs. Reach. They don't have pennies in the UK. Why are we making an American joke? It doesn't work. Right. I know. Was she trying to like make like a buttholes taste like pennies? So I don't like, know. Do you think like, we're ever going to get rid of pennies, or are they going to be like a thing of the past? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like they should be a thing in the past already. They're so annoying. Yeah. They're like, so honestly, stupid. We, do, we don't need them. But you know if they ever become a, a thing of the past, you know people will go to drag shows and tip drag queens and pennies. Oh, Just like $2 bills. <laughs> All right. She will go back to start a joke she already did. And then when Danny says that she thought Pixie had it in the bag, you know just how bad this was going to be. Dumpster fire. She says she's got a bucket list of famous landmarks she likes to visit. And starting and staring up at Alan, she can finally say she's seen Stonehenge. Note a key word is missing here. More on that during the judging. <laughs> See, Asling, that's why I write everything down. That way I know I can't fuck it up. Exactly. Cheddar Gorgeous is named after the famous Cheddar Gorge, and scientists recently discovered a 9,000 years old skeleton at the bottom of Cheddar Gorge. And it's so lovely to have you here with us, Rue. It would have been funny if she delivered it better. I agree. It's just like, it had the makings of a good joke, but... Yeah, did not work. Yeah. The dishonorable Michelle Visage came up in the world of ballroom, something she wishes her underwear had. I wanted to uh, address this joke. Is it transphobic? Wait, say the joke again. Michelle Visage came up in the world of ballroom, something she wishes she had her underwear had. More ballroom, saying she has balls. Oh. Maybe, maybe it's it, not a joke you make anymore. Yeah, maybe a tad bit. And maybe it would have been different. I don't know. Especially with Dakota in the room, it's maybe not the joke you want to make. Right. It would probably, it would have been different, like, as if a trans person was saying that joke, maybe, but. It just felt icky to me. 
Yeah. I don't know. Pixie wants to discuss several important issues in her campaign speech. First is RuPaul's School for Girls only has one pupil, Peppa. All that focused learning and you still haven't learned how not to be in the bottom. That's just mean. <laughs> right, it's like, it's like, oh, we get it. Just... Moving swiftly on, she was worried that Danny was going to be attending this roast, that, but then she remembered how much she loves bacon. Who doesn't love a hog roast? Girl, Danny made it about you already. No, literally, it's like, you can't do a roast mm-hmm. joke like uh she says jombers is such a drunk that when she does a terrible gig she gets excited by all the booze it's a funny joke she delivered it piss poorly mm-hmm. because booze is like boo right she just didn't it's, do it properly exactly i'm just like girl you're just like you're just going too fast I, I almost wonder if she like elongated and was like gets excited by all the booze. Maybe it would have been funny. Mm-hmm. They, they could have gotten a chuckle at least. Exactly. And Pixie says, let's make politics polite again. And I say hard pass. <laughs> From you, Pixie. No, but we should yeah. make politics polite. <laughs> I can't even say that with the right. Right. <laughs> yeah, she was so bad. I think this was just bad delivery from someone whose humor kind of tends to lean on meme yeah yeah i don't know she just there's like there's a way to be uh, uh an insult comic like bianca this is not it exactly it's like it and to be a good insult comment like that it is like a lot with timing and delivery mm-hmm. and tact yes um which a lot of girls don't have anymore anymore it seems <sighs> like so it's like it's hard yeah, it's rough it's rough and finally, Cheddar Gorgeous addresses the worthless humans of planet Earth. Wrong speech. She will address people of the world, regular people, mundane people, and we get to see her in a stunning suit that kind of made her look like Joan Crawford. I thought that was a serve. I liked her look. It was cute. I liked it. She will talk very much in lecture mode, and it was just not the right venue for her set. Um, I think maybe like if she did this on her own show, it would have worked, but not on Drag Race. Yeah. I think she leaned too much into the politics. And yeah. Not into the road. She will say that not all drag queens are sex obsessed dig pigs with regional accents. Yeah, Danny, that's about you. That's about you. <laughs> she intends to, the power of drag to amplify important issues like educating the children, like regulating free markets, and of course, the issue of on everybody's lips rimming. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say silence in that room. That was fucking funny. Right. It's like, it's like that was a funny joke. It's They're just, like, I don't get it. No, it's because ribbing. You're fucking. Come on, people. Butt lips. There it is. We're gay. Ribbing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a funny one. But she addresses the eliminated queen. Says the wonderful bareback ventures. That's political humor. And no, one got it. Jenner was just too smart for this. No, truly, and I. And I feel like maybe the people in the room forgot that part of the challenge was like political humor. Was it though, well. or was it just it was or that, like was maybe just or, the, or the was theme. it just a theme of a, of a roast? And like, but at the same time, then why have a theme if you? I don't know because the show is a million years old, and we've done every single possible version of a roast. I mean, sure, but then like, why not have the political jokes and like have I don't know. Uh, no, I agree th- with you. And, I, I fully agree with you. And this is weird. why 
I'm also gonna say too, just like maybe like they just didn't get her political jokes because they're Rue and Michelle aren't British, and so they don't get it. There it is. <laughs> All right, Sminty, you are looking gorgeous, almost as good as you look on Instagram. We could say that about so many people. Literally, so many. Starlet, still young, still beautiful. I see. Don't worry, you'll grow out of both. I assure you. Just facts, <laughs> not even a joke. Just no, facts. truly. Icon RuPaul, I have used. I have used so much about my learned so much about myself, about improvisation, about the powerful combination of lighting and sitting very, very, very still. I'm shocked she did not get yelled at like um, Utica did. Right. Remember when <laughs> like, she told her to stand up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times, people, so good times. Good. She ends with, with making a promise that neither she nor any of her kind will eat your children alive. She's a space alien. We knew it. It's like, yeah, we already called it, and it's like, oh, it's. A this was very intellectual, and that was a miss in this type of challenge on this type of show. But she is so fucking lucky. Two people did worse. No, truly. Yeah, she's lucky that she's coming off of free wins and that, yeah, two people did worse. All right. Category is Pretty in Punk. In honor of the runway, we will play Anarchy in the UK or God Save the Queen. Work. We love the Sex Pistols. Okay. All right, Dan Beard. Look by Free Couture. Hair by Narcissa. Nightshade. Nails by Luna Nails. I like the majority of the elements that she used in this look. The black and yellow work as a color combo, but I'm just not in love with the blue string that she used um, instead of safety pins. It's a color that clashes too much with the dominating black. If the yellow were the prime color and not the focal black, I think it would have been fine. The cape is fun with the saying on the back, but I already had an opinion of the look before I saw the back of it. She's giving you a clown look, but make it punk. Um, which is very, very Danny Beard. The hair is 80s punk metal realness. I feel like the category is punk and the execution is punk. We've seen so much more polish from Danny, and I think that's why this look was a little bit jarring for me. I loved it. Did you? As, I mean, as I someone who is also a clown punk girl, I'm I really love this look. I love and I I loved, I don't know, I just loved every aspect of it. I loved the like the little weird like titty like arch thing that yeah. she had like that was just like randomly there i'm like yes yeah and like and i and i loved the all the things that kind of like broke rules of fashion because that's punk it's like oh, break, it sure all, is. break all the rules so what is like, your vivian westwood tartan plaid color of choice um honest like purple or like that green i just love a green tartan too mm-hmm. nice 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 tartan. Michelle says she went out there with confidence. She knew what she needed to do and she did it. She says it was funny and that's what a roast is. She says the runway almost brought her to tears as she is thrilled with everything she sees and says it's a Westwood wet dream. Alan says he would pay to see it at a comedy club and doesn't think he could follow her as she was just on fire. He says she was so witty and took everyone down and compares it to a disaster movie where no one got out alive. Ollie loves the look and the message on the back of the fuck gender. And Rue says she knows how to do it as the jokes and the delivery is something she honed in working in the clubs. She says she's a hard one to beat. I'll give it an anarchy in the UK. Anarchy. Audience, 81% anarchy in the UK, 19% God Save the Queen. Next up, Jomber's Blonde. 
dress by Gareth Pugh, catsuit by Bang London, hair by Declan Shields. This is a drag queen who has a themed night out but doesn't know what to do, so she Googles punk and uses one element from each look that she found to devise something. The mess top with stones, drag. The red feathers in dra- is drag but not punk. The red hair, too small for the look. Now the safety pin, brava, that's punk, that's drag, I want that. Um, it's a mixed look. I'm not sure it's the best of the lot, but it's serviceable. I hated it. You hated it. I hated it. I don't know. <laughs> it was just like, I, and listen, I know that budget is a thing, like going to drag race. I get it. But it literally looked like she just like grabbed like a leotard out of her closet, yeah. said, I could make this work, and put a giant safety pin on it and said, fuck. Mm-hmm. And, like, and safety pins in her lips. She couldn't even talk. <sighs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. I didn't like it. Alan says she had a great character being a drunk politician. I love the fact that if she didn't land a joke, she just said she was pissed. Ollie says she made a bold choice and he loved that. And she had a lot of fun, which made him happy. He says he would come see her show. Michelle says the outfit is beautiful, but would change the hair as her head looks teeny tiny. And she can tell how confident she felt in it. Ruth says she loves the dress so much. She says the big shocker of the night is that she didn't suck. It's not a critique room. That's just meme. And it's just like, have they forgotten that she was in the top a few times for comedy things? What yeah. show am I watching? Are they confusing her with someone else? Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. I'm genuinely so confused because I'm like, John Bruce is talented. And may I say, I think she's a better lip syncer than other people that have been featured as a lip sync assassin. I would agree. I think she's very, very good at lip sync because she's yeah. one. She's one who can tell a story through the art of lip sync. Yeah, that's why I'm just like put some respect on Jomber's blonde name. I'm gonna give this the softest anarchy in the UK. It's not terrible. It's serviceable. Um, are we talking about the look or the performance? Because if the look is definitely uh, God Save the Queen. Audience didn't necessarily agree with you. 71% Anarchy in the UK, 29% God Save the Queen. That's okay. I just, I'm, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I, mean, I love Jombers. Black Peppa. Look by Selfhood. Hair by Style by Vodka. Earrings by No Basic Bombshell. This was a wonderful look. I love the use of the sharpness with the spikes on the smooth surface, yet there's no softness aside from her mug, which is perfect. This is punk. This is futuristic. This is a departure for Pepper. Um, the reflective surface gave a nice sheen to the look. So depending on the lighting, it will capture a color, but overall, this was punk to me. Hair is brilliant. This look was sexy punk. Bitch, she looked so good. Mm-hmm. And, and it was kind of like giving like a little, like the tiniest bit of like RuPaul back in the day whenever she was in like her oh, yeah. face too. So it's just like, okay, she's like pulling a few different references. It was very smart. Very good. Yeah, it's very much 80s Rue. Mm-hmm. Ollie says she has real positive, kind energy, and they were really on her side, so he could feel that she was a bit nervous. Alan says everyone had such big will for her, and one of the biggest laughs was when she said, just laugh. They laughed because they wanted her to do well. Michelle says she knows how nervous she was because she got in her head that she's not funny. She says it's a personal roadblock she'll have to overcome at some point. She will give her credit on that she kept going. She says the look is wowzer. She says the hair silhouette and shoulders are stunning. And Rue says she needs to free herself as there's only one person keeping it in place, her. 
Peppa says it has taken her a while to grow into her queerness. She is 29 and still figuring out who she is every single day. And Ruth says the key is the child who lives inside who is waiting to give permission to do it. We've moved from the inner saboteur to the inner child. Truly. <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, this I look was it. brilliant. Uh, anarchy in the UK. Anarchy. Audience, 93% anarchy in the UK, 7% God Save the Queen. 7% Pix- <laughs> I agree. Pixie Del- Polite. <laughs> uh, look by Dylan Joel. Hair by Styled by Vodka. Props by Hugh Purvis. I sincerely hope for her sake following the show, her friends will assist her in learning about proportions for this kind of stage. She is swallowed up in bed sheets that she got ketchup on. Um, this looks so messy. There's nothing punk about it. The hair could have been brilliant with that structured stone front, but having a mess in the back really threw your eyes off. She looks so uncomfortable. She doesn't know how to move. I want so badly to root for her, but she makes it so hard. Yeah, I know. It's like, it's like she had an idea and didn't execute it well and just didn't have time to start over. And so it's just like, oof. Poor girl. It's the proportions. I just don't get how she doesn't know how to pad her body better. Yeah. I don't know. Michelle says that a roast is a comedy challenge, but you need to go hard. She says there were things that were missed, like the teeth in the Stonehenge joke. She says a lot became quite flat. She says on the runway, the idea is wonderful, but the issue is she loses Pixie in it. She says it's very quilty. Ollie says she, because she spoke so fast, he's still trying to figure out what the joke was before. Alan likes the twist on Real Britannia and the tornado of color, but he preferred the runway to her roast, which was lukewarm. Rue says she thought the roast was an opportunity for her to let loose. She says she is naturally funny and she didn't get any of that. Pixie says when the first few jokes didn't land, she shrank back into herself. Rue says she was not being her own and true funny person. This was god awful so god save the queen yeah god save her someone save her the audience despised it 12 percent anarchy in the uk 88 percent. god save the queen welcome to the end of the year block talk drag race awards for one of the worst looks of the year you're gonna be on the list (laughs) maybe twice because i have you on there twice i have to start editing and cutting people out but um she's uh, she might be on there twice oh bless her heart Jenna Gorgeous, look by Punk Punkum Key, hair by Florencia's wigs. This is a straight out of Hot Topic look. It's punk, it's 80s, it's hot if you're into it. It's a very simple look, but Cheddar has managed to make it look brilliant. She's giving you a gender bending facade that's very punk. So many studs in her head and face, um, but she's still got that signature foil. Green mm-hmm. spikes are there, it completes it. I thought this was really cool. Yeah, it was hot. I loved it. And- yeah, all that stud work on her face just—that's a lot of glue. So cool, a lot of glue. <laughs> Michelle says she is so strong in the competition. Everyone has her eyes on her, and this was the first little chink in her armor. She loved the characterization she did, but it almost became a play. She says it was too smart for the room. She says that this look has gotten her very hot under the collar. It was everything she dated when she was fourteen or fifteen, and that says a lot about Michelle Visage. <laughs> Alan says if she was at the night national theater, she'd get a standing ovation. But if she's in a comedy club, they would give her a slow hand clap. Ollie says the look is beautiful and the future is definitely queer. He loves all the details on the face. And Rue says her tone was intellectual, so they had to listen, which is difficult for a drunken crowd. 
That's the fact. Rue will ask how she felt performing last, and she says she didn't want to perform last, but she was given the position and she just had to go with it. This look, A+. plus. Anarchy in the UK. Hell yeah. Anarchy just for the hair alone. Right? So good. Audience, not in love with it as much as I thought there would be. 78% anarchy in the UK, 22% God save the Queen. Now, they're going to head back to the workroom for a cocktail and a chat. Even with Danny getting strong critiques, Jomber thinks there's a glimmer of hope for her to win. Um, I think if she did win, it would have caused an uproar. If if who if she didn't win? No, yeah, Danny. If she didn't win. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like, girl, she was a clear winner. Yeah, Jomber says the critiques <laughs> of the evening was Rue saying that she didn't suck, and Danny says that she hasn't met her on a Saturday night yet. She's just always on. I know she's so yeah, she's so witty. Cheddar thinks the critiques were fair as she knew she would be dry. How did she how did she do that with the audience being so lazy? And that's why she did shit. She was frustrated that she was the only person who said where she thinks she should go and she didn't get the trust in her. And John says they put her there because they believed in her. Cheddar's gonna push back that they told them that she would be quite dry, quite ironic, and quite slow-paced and intellectual. It's who she is. She won't hold it against Jobbers, but she was right. Can we discuss something about this whole situation now that we've kind of ended this chapter of the um, position? Oh, yes, let's discuss. Why is Peppa not getting any blame? Blame for... Putting uh, Cheddar where she went. It was both Jobbers and Peppa's decision. No, true. Yeah, true. Yeah, why? Yeah. Just saying. Maybe because Jombers was the more vocal about it? I don't know. I guess so. Oh, yeah, that was a good point. It's just like, you know, it wasn't just Jombers. Yeah, so it's just like we had to do it together. I don't know. I just think they love to hate Jombers. I think so, too. I just, everyone, production, Rue, Michelle, everyone. (laughs) It's just like, I'm her only friend, I guess. I'll tell her you love her when I meet her. Thank you. Thank you. Pixie says the critique wasn't something she was expecting. She's just disappointed in herself that she didn't do better. But Danny says her timing was off. And if she had gotten laughs in the first 30 seconds, she would have smashed it. And I think Danny is actually right. I think if maybe she started stronger with better jokes, it would have been a better performance. Yeah, not really. Pixie is going through the pink door into comedy retirement. We'll see how long that lasts. Peppa is lost for words because she feels like she can do better, but she's not in her comfort space. She notes that this is her third week and it's this is the third week and it's comedy, comedy, comedy. And Danny will tell her that she's still there. So it says a lot. To be fair, this is Drag Race. She knew what you signed up for. No, true. Whether it was a musical, comedy, fashion, comedy, like you're going to do comedy five times and they just decide to backload it. No, literally. And and my thing is too, it's just like, what were you expecting to be good at? If it like right. what were you just there for the runway? I don't know. As I've said before, take an improv class before you go on drag race. Just do it once. You'll be fine. You'll right. learn. An, an improv class, a dancing class. Yeah. You know, just, just a snatching class with me. <laughs> Dead, yes. <laughs> Listen, I've may or may not been a assisting some people with their choices for snatch game for a particular video that they have to make oh really 
<laughs> you gotta be smart. You gotta be smart. And you have to understand that there is a world, a plethora of options. No, truly. It's like, do, do some research, do your homework. Um, and you gotta be able to know that you think you can do it in the tape. That doesn't mean you can do it on stage. No, truly. Like in the moment. Yeah. It's a lot different than a prepared two, like two, two or three questions. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give one potential option that it was rejected to me by someone um, but I think if you really want to get like really weird and intellectual and have fun and do whatever you want Amelia Earhart honestly you could do so much with her you can do anything no literally you can have her like come back from a bender and be like hey it was, a, it was all my choice or you can make her have like um, lost her mind like you, you can do a lot with Amelia Earhart and also look fucking incredible that's so true consider it stolen um, there it is. <laughs> all right um, they all say it was very lovely to see the eliminated queens but did they go too hard on them nah and John Bruce is like I didn't even touch them which is true she didn't even she did not read them at all why did we mention the Eliminated Queens? Well, they're back. Here they Uh-oh. come into the room. As Pixie put it, it's like Christmas Carol. They've seen the ghosts of challenges past. They all cheers as they say they look stunning. Charlotte is called a sexy mermaid, while Dakota notes that Copper made her look from the fabric in the gold box. If only she could have done that while she was there. <laughs> and to be fair, I still don't think Copper was the worst of that challenge. She should not have been in the bottom. It should have been Peppa and Jamba's. I agree. Yeah, but they just didn't want to get rid of jumpers then. But now, not not a chance. (laughs) Not a chance. So, what do they think of the roast? Well, Dakota says it was hilarious. Copper says Danny killed it. She set the place on fire. Was anyone annoyed by the reads? Well, LaPhil wanted more attack, and Danny says to her, "Give us more of the competition." She's (laughs) not wrong. No, she's no, she's definitely right. She's definitely right. Now, was this the top five they expected? Well, Sminty really thought she was going to snatch the, cl- the crown. And I'm like, I'm glad you're still sipping on Delusionade. No, truly. It's just like, girl. She's going to be the amazing all-star. Yeah, like, she she's going to see herself on TV and be like, okay. Maybe I shouldn't take myself so serious. And maybe she should take an acting class. <laughs> no, truly. There it is. Or just don't give up in the acting challenge. I don't know. Exactly. Now, Jombers will tell her that Rue did laugh the hardest at her exit, dresses them off. But to season four, cheers. Will they be back next week? Apparently not, but we'll, I guess we'll have to see. Oh. Um, I usually like seeing those finale looks. Yeah, same. Now, um, on a more serious note, we don't talk about baby. Um, baby's absence is not mentioned. My feeling is I feel like she went home and due to the quarantining that they had to do as a cast, she was unable to return for this moment. Mm. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought it was like a, like a Jenny Lemon thing. Like Rue was like understanding on camera, but was like, "Bitch, don't come back. You just quit, bitch." No, I think it was a mental health, <laughs> and yeah, she was no, like, "Yeah, no, yeah." It, but, that makes but more sense. and again with the quarantining and production, I don't think even if she went home and was like, "I'm better now," it, it was not going to mm-hmm. work. The queens return, and Rue has selected to vote for Danny Beard as the winner of the challenge. That is the fourth batch for Danny. Would you like a really fun fact? Ooh, I like fun facts. The only 
two winners of challenges since episode three have been Danny and Cheddar. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who they're wanting to win the season. Yeah. Um, not a bad <laughs> thing, just a thing to note. That is really funny. That's kind of crazy. I Insane. Absolutely yeah. insane. Wild. Jobbers and Cheddar are safe. Black Peppa and Pixie Plate are the bottom two. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. I yeah, do. I do, too. Yeah, like, it, it was a clear bottom two for me. All right. The song is the most punk song entry from the Queen songbook. It is Another One Bites the Dust. Okay. To say what Pixie did was sacrilege to my hero's work is an understatement. And I'm not even talking about the trip and fall. No, we may be like, camp. This song is not camp. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. She, she could have done so much more. She could have, I don't know. Like, even if you can't walk in those heels, you could have still given it like fucking like just, I don't know. More I mean, this, I also more... do not expect Peppa to go that hard on a queen track, but she slayed. Yeah, it. I think this is one of my more, I guess, more favorite um, Peppa lip syncs. I don't know. I, I guess maybe I'm just. This is just me talking. I don't know. I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of her lip syncing. I think it's very um, sporadic, nonsensical. Like she does weird stunts in weird places, and it makes no sense. You want more purpose. Yes, yeah, so just like tell the story a little bit more and like ha have the stunts mean something. Absolutely. So like, just because you can do a hundred like clumsy cartwheels doesn't mean you should. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, she definitely wanted though. Pixie gave up. I mean, she gave yeah. nothing to this performance. It was disappointing. Um, like she's going to drag her ugly ass dress around because she has nothing to do. Um, she tries to make like a little joke of a dip. It's nothing short of desperate. Um, Pixie bites the dust as Peppa stays and will be in the final four in the grand finale. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about this. It's just very strange to see someone like Pixie who um, has a worse track record than Black Peppa be eliminated because we rarely ever see that happen. But um, what was Pixie going to add to the finale? Exactly. It's just like, it's at that point, just like, you're, you'd be more excited to see what Black Peppa's going to do than what and gonna do. It, it's hard to when I discuss the show to like, sometimes I do forget yeah, these are real people. This is a as I said in the, the little disclaimer they're real people, but they put themselves in this position to be discussed. Mm -hmm. This is going to be hard for Pixie to keep watching back and listening to the fans who've been terrible to her. Yeah. But it's something she needs to understand is this is what her television persona was. She was not good at the game of Drag Race. It's true, yeah. And there's a lot of girls that aren't good at the game. And, and that's okay. That, and that's fine. It's what you do after that really counts. Absolutely. I mean, uh, one of my classic situations was when I did finally watch um, season seven. I was not a fan of Ginger Minj. I was like, I don't like you. You're mean, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I in a cabaret. I said, you are one of the best drag queens I've ever seen perform. 
No, truly, she's a great performer. And that's the difference between, yeah, that's the difference between a television show that's produced and real life. Um, I, I, maybe I'll go see Pixie while I'm in the UK and be blown away and think she's a brilliant performer. And that's okay. Exactly. Being a great drag artist doesn't mean you're going to be good at drag race. Period. All right. I got some burning questions to wrap this podcast. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm nervous. What is (laughs) Pixie's legacy? Oh gosh. Pixie's legacy on, I guess from just from this particular season is just not being super sure of who she is yet, I guess. Yeah, which is crazy because she's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I guess it's just like second guessing and just like, just don't second guess, just do. Just be confident in yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not me talking to myself. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's very that, you know. Next week is a Rue medley of music for the finale. I think this is a very fascinating, interesting idea. What do you think will make the cut in the songs? And who's going to slay? Mm. You know, out of out of these queens, who's going to slay? I feel like, yeah, Jombers and Peppa are going to be like the two performers of it. Because I mean, like, I mean, yeah, because we didn't really see much lip syncness from the other two. They've done live performance stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it'll be definitely very interesting to see what they do. Do you think it's going to be a lot of classic Rue songs? Or are we going to get some from Mama Rue that we're like, I don't even know that song yet. Right. It's. De- I feel like it's going to be like the. I don't know. Like I. I feel like it's going to be a mix of classic and like, the kind of new, or maybe not the newer really because like they're. They're not saving all dance the new tracks. Stuff. They're not good no, the drivers. I know. So I'm like, I don't know who's to say what this is going to be. This might be a mess. It might be, um, iconic. Maybe both. <laughs> After nine episodes, the winner of the season is. Oof! I keep going back and forth on this. It's hard. It's really I know because like for because like I've been saying, like it's cheddar like since like day one, but I don't know. Danny Beer just really grew on me because at first I didn't see it for her. That I'm like, oh, she's like really talented and like really charismatic and like really charming. And so like I really like her. I really I really like Danny. So I I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at a Danny Beer fan. Here's what I shall say. I think it will go to Cheddar. Danny Beard is a Rue girl. Danny Beard will come back if you ask Danny Beard to come back. I, agree. I think Cheddar's done. Cheddar will not do the show again. She will not oh, compete sure. again. Give her the crown now and let Danny go at it another time. Is this like season four of the American season where yes. Sharon wins and Chad Michaels comes back to win an All-Stars the next yes. season? Or I think so. I, I agree um, It's very possible. I, I think Cheddar right now is the right choice, especially in your fourth season when Danny and the Vivian are just very similar archetypes. It just would feel weird to have it. Yeah, no, I um, agree. And like, and Cheddar really has like shown so much story and depth and just like such iconism, if you will. Um, and 
if we use the Alaska archetype of a journey where great, 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 and right before the end, there's a, oh my God moment, she's going to lose it. We never got that from Danny. So it was very straightforward. Cheddar this week was her, her um, PayPal $10,000 moment. She had her, oh my God, she almost go home. I think it's going to be Cheddar. I think so too. But either way, I think either of them would be great representations for the franchise. For sure. Because they're not the typical drag race winner. I know. And I love it. I love it. We love it. We need more of it. Listen. We do. But season five and All-Stars Rue, please give it to someone of color. Please. 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 I know. Please? It, yeah. Please. Please. We got to do it. We got we got to change things up. But we'll, we'll, we'll get through next year. 2023. 2024. Right. Whenever we're doing it. It'll be this. All right. Well, this was super fun. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Hell yes. So you can find me on the Instagrams at DJ Little Nella. Um, And on Venmo, you can find me at Tip Nella. Nice and simple. Um, And projects that I have coming up, um, it hasn't been announced yet, but I can say it on the record. Exclusive. Okay. Do-do-do-do-do-do. I'm gonna be. I'm producing a show at Come On Everybody with Isleya and Chinderman Snap. Um, that's gonna be on December eighth. It's gonna be called Xmas Unhinged. It's gonna be a drag nativity story. Um, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna that be sounds, so good. That sounds unhinged. Listen, and I am gonna be baby Jesus. Of course you are. <laughs> you have to. You gotta do it. Well. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, thanks for having me. It was fun. The biggest thanks to Little Nella for coming on. Subscribe to your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymediacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.